Hey guys, welcome back to Baby Got Backend. It's Morgan here. I'm joined today by Miss Poker from Poker.Bride. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. Uh, I, I'm so glad that we're having this this chat. I, you know, I reached out to you guys a, a, a few months ago now um, when I was sort of starting this thing, and it just because I felt like there's there's a there's a word that I'm going to bring up that I feel like we're going to keep coming back to, which oh, is no. longevity yes. and. And I just, I, I don't know. It's funny because now your response to that is, <laughs> oh, God, of course, yeah. yeah. Because it's, it's kind of like that question of like, oh, wow, you're old. It's like, oh, no, don't ask that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't talk about our age. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, let's never talk. Let's never talk about, don't ask a woman her age. Yeah. But, yeah, right. we, are, we are in, in internet years because we're, we're turning 14 in January. I think it's yeah. 14. Um, it's hard to tell anymore. Um, and in internet years, that's like a hundred. That's a good, yeah. I saw, I saw this great tweet this morning, actually, which was like social media manager required 15 years experience <laughs> in social media. And it's like, what do you social want? Social media wasn't MySpace? around. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey Tom, just come, and, you know, <laughs> um, but I guess, you know, I mean, like, tell, take us back then. I think if you're saying 14 years, I mean, take us back. Where, where, oh where did this crazy thing start? I have always loved weddings. Like I, and it's not about being the little girl who dreamt about her wedding. It was more about, I love that there's these beautiful gowns and beautiful flowers and beautiful decor and amazing photography. And it all comes together around this really corny thing about two people who just love each other. Yeah. And I really yeah, cool. always loved that. I dragged my dad to the library and I would, at like the tender age of nine, borrow the wedding magazines, go to his office, photocopy all my favourite bits and come home and like pour over them and design tables and do all this other stuff. So yeah, I just started a blogger blog, blogger back in the day that you couldn't even upload your own header. I had to get someone to yeah. pay someone somewhere to <laughs> upload a header. It's <laughs> like the technology was not there back then to even do that. Um, and just started writing about amazing wedding businesses that I'd found online and the things wow. that I loved about them. That's so <clears> cool. <throat> um, I just, it's funny, the things that stick with you, but I just remember um, back in the day, you know, I was working, I, I was not by any means um, a full-time um, in business. And I, I was just talking to a friend of mine when I used to work at a, a camera shop and there was just this line of, um, and you know, we're putting a bunch of, we're putting a, a whole bunch of gendered things on, on top of this. This comes with the, this comes from a place of, um, of him making a whole bunch of assumptions of how things are working. But he said, um, I'm a bloke and even I know about polka dot bride. Oh. It's just like, I was well, like, that's lovely. Yeah, this is 2009, but it was, you know, I just think things have changed a little bit, hopefully, but yeah. Also, yeah. Well, when I started, um, there were no other wedding blogs and there was no other place for people to talk about weddings because at that stage, the print publications weren't really online. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram. So there was not a lot out there apart from uh, definitely nothing Australian. There was stuff in the US that was tailored to talking about Australian weddings. So it just, mm. I think that's why in the beginning it blew up the way it did because there was no way for people to talk. Yeah. Now, yeah, cool. you know, there's 10,000 places for people to talk, so it's a very different place. 
did people was that a large part of it at the beginning like did people talk were there like forums and the threads there was comments and i remember early on we did like a it was called bride seeking and you could you know we're, we're looking for a band here and we're looking for this here and i remember this whole thread, it must have got to like 200 threaded comments about Colette Dinigan dresses. They were buying and selling them in the comments. It was so fascinating to see. Wow. Whereas wow. now no one leaves comments on blogs because you're all on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere yeah. else writing. Whereas at that place, people just wanted somewhere to connect. It's interesting, like the fragmentation of everything now. Yes. I mean, it, it would be a tired question, I think from your perspective like a lot of people i assume would just be asking you a lot maybe not so much now because i think it's much more part of the landscape now but back back maybe 2010 2012 sort of talking about facebook talking about instagram Mm -hmm. and it's like oh but how do you feel about that it's like oh well i don't know i mean you kind of don't have much choice you just have to soldier on exactly exactly i feel like our my mission has always been to drive people back to the website because of course we own the website and i'm always very conscious of not building too much externally because you know how all the algorithms change one minute you've built up this amazing community and the next minute instagram deletes your account or their algorithms changed or suddenly that feature is gone yeah and you're kind of screwed so you've really uh, like it's always been for us about building the content on the site the newsletter database and stuff that we own because i just hate being at the whim of everyone else's algorithms and decisions Um, but that's been really tricky yeah, totally. I recently sort of rebooted my email. What I, you know, what I do, want to do with email. Yeah. Um, using a really cool platform called Review, and I'll link yeah. it in the show notes. I just have you heard of Review? Have I have it? not. Now I need to oh, go and Google it. It's great. I feel like it's the it's the answer that I've been looking for for so long. Yeah. Um, it's pretty big on editorial, like yeah. editorializing your content, but the way the actual system that they've built. Um, I was using Squarespaces for a while because I yeah. really liked how you could, yeah, I, I liked how you, how they had a automatic, um, how you could just chuck blog posts that already existed yep. in your system. Yeah. Um, but I had multiple sites for different things like weddings and then everything else. And so yep. it was like, I, do I use two Squarespace? And we're going into baseball here. It was a mess. Um, do I have two email lists? Like what the fuck is happening? And then review comes along and it's like, oh, here, you can just add an RSS feed to this and we'll like aggregate all this content and you can just drag it in. Instagram. I love that. Posts, I love that technology stuff. That's so yeah. cool. Oh, it's so cool. Like multiple podcast feeds and it'll remember if you've, if you've dragged it into a previous issue. Oh, good. That's, so that makes it easy. I think I yeah. think we need to find ways to make life easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so they've, you know, they've got my money now for annual plans and it's, it's just like, wow, how is this? Um, but I think going back to that, the, the way they actually encourage to say, here, you know, don't just shove your content out. Like here's how mm-hmm. we, this is what we found. Like they send you emails saying, this is how we found success. People on this platform have found success by yeah. actually doing X, Y, Z and building something organically. And it's much more about actually like engaging with your, your people. So like yeah. you still engaging with your people, like that's a key part of your business. Yeah. 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 I think it's, like I, I think that's been one of the things I love is I love finding out people's stories and talking to them about what drives them and their concerns and such because when you run your own business, you're in such a bubble of that business mm. and it's so hard to remember that there are other stories out there and other points of view and such and I think that's connecting with those people and finding out what's really happening and what's concerning them and what's driving them has always been mm. really fascinating to me. 
I feel like that's the thing that so many people forget. Like that's where, that's where, where we can get caught up in, in looking at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like what Seth Godin talks about a thousand Drew fans, like, you know, I mean, man, exactly. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be absolutely stoked to have a thousand Drew fans, but like find 10, um, like who are those people for you, you know, now in 2020 that, you know, 13 years on nearly 14 years that are just like your, your core people that keep coming oh back gosh. and saying, you know what, you guys are great. There are some advertisers and vendors that have been with us since very, very early on. Like I literally started chucking a little banner up and yep. it was like $5 a month. And I remember the first advertiser and I just about lost my mind because I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. And so, you know, there have been advertisers with us pro- for probably at least 10 years, if not longer, um, mm. who That's have just amazing. kept renewing, which has been amazing. And there's also been a really large percentage of people who will drop off for a while and then come back, which is always mm. really nice as well because you think, oh, well, that must have done something right. Um, yeah. But regardless, there's also been people that have never spent money with us but have been there along the whole way as well. So there are those familiar names. But the wedding industry is so transient, as you would know, like this. I think you not necessarily can do it for a long time. It's a really something that makes it about working weekends or working nights and the utter maybe it's just running your own business and we all know that that takes a special breed of person that is really just difficult I think and it takes a special person to be able to hack it for that long do you is it something that you always kind of wanted to do like run your own business uh no I don't think I, I don't think I grew up wanting to run my own business my dad's in business for himself so it was always part of growing up for me Um, I think I fell into it. This polka dot was not meant to be be a real business at that. Like I didn't set out going, I'm going to make money and this is what I'm going to do with my life. Um, I cared and that's that's the thing. I still Um, care, um, but (laughs) still care, even even (laughs) almost 14 years on. But um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't set out to start a business with it, but it evolved into that. And I'm really grateful for that. Although I still at times say to people, I don't recommend going into your own business. Like I think if you have the opportunity to do, you know, what they call entrepreneurship, where you are able to be an entrepreneur in someone else's business, Mm. take it because yeah, that's interesting. The mental bandwidth that comes with running your own business and the responsibility of that is enormous. And really like if you can do that in someone else's business and have them be your backstop, I take it because I think it's just a lot of bandwidth to do your own business. Mm. What do you think you, you know, and the team do well? Like, and that, that, and that's the reason that people that you're still here, that you're still. Well, I think we're still here because I'm stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) That's no other reason. I think I'm really stubborn and I don't like giving up. I don't like giving up and I like to. Like, I'm really passionate about what I do and I'm really passionate about our vision and mission. Um, as for what we do as well as a team, I think we genuinely care and we genuinely want people to succeed and we genuinely want to help couples, um, help them in the fact of giving them information that they can use to plan their own days, but also at the core of it, helping them find a place where they feel accepted and where they feel like their wedding and despite whether it's cool or expensive or cheap or whatever it is, that they have a place Mm. and that they don't have to walk away from our site feeling like they're not enough, which I think Mm. um, weddings allow you to feel very vulnerable and it's very easy to feel awful 
throughout yeah. the whole plans, just because, especially with all the noise on Instagram and Pinterest and yeah. everywhere else. Um, and I know that the girls that I work with really care about what they do and really care about the vendors and the couples as well. And I, you know, I couldn't do it any other way. Do you think like how, like that takes a lot of energy. Like, how do you, how do you make sure that you're not sort of burning out and you're not just um, like how often do you, I, I, like, I don't, I can't, I can't answer the fact that I'm not burnt out I, because yeah, it is, okay. it is, it is exhausting. And I think we, we, and we're not very good in boundaries in that respect. Yep. Well, I, I'm particularly not good at boundaries in that respect. And I have had to yep. do a lot of work about that because if a vendor comes to us and they're heartbroken, I want to do absolutely everything I can to help that vendor. Yeah. And at the, at the peril of my own business, at the peril of my own energy, at the peril of my own life, um, I will give absolutely everything. And I think that's not necessarily a good thing. And that's why I recommend that people go and work for someone else. <laughs> Especially if you're like me and you're, yeah. you're, you're too, you get, it's very hard to put those boundaries on and say, no, yeah. I can't, you're crying at me, but I can't give you that for free or I can't do this or I can't subjugate myself. Yeah. Um, I think like, I guess working in it, like having, having, building a team around yourself, mm -hmm. even, even myself, like I have an exceedingly small um, team, but I still have a team. Like I have yes. an editor. Um, yeah. who, you know, who I, 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 outsource all my first, my first cull goes, I obviously, I don't do my own album design. I don't do any of my own printing. So those little things, yeah. um, those little things that you can just go, I trust you to do this. Can you just do this? Exactly. Um, um but in terms of more, a more sort of, a, of a system, um, where you've got regular collaborators and a regular, you know, roster of people who you're working with. Um, I guess that's that's a system in which you can find some yeah. um, separation. I think, um, you know, there's people that say, I could never hire someone else because they wouldn't do it as well as I could. And I think that there's no way that you can build a sustainable business, I believe, or grow unless you hire other people and then trust them to do that. Yeah. And our team has been amazing. They're people, <laughs> they actually force me to put boundaries on and they tell me when I'm underdoing, like overdoing things. Yeah. And, you know, I think their opinions, as I said, you, you work in your own bubble. So their opinions and their differences bring a hell of a lot of value to what we do. I mean, feedback is a gift, right? Exactly. Was, um, it was, was there a point, what was the point where you actually got to this stage where you hired someone or at least probably when I was sobbing in my living room. <laughs> look, I don't get angry. I just cry. That's my, yeah. that's my thing. Um, yeah. because I was trying to write content and, um, managing advertiser renewals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wish I'd done it earlier and I wish I had probably, I still write the majority of content, so I wish I had done that earlier as well, pushed that off me more. Yeah. But I was very ownership over the content and wanted it to be from me. Um, but I, but yeah, I was a very, I get very overwhelmed very quickly because I take on a lot um, too much. We're talking a lot about boundaries in this issue, aren't we? Yeah, no, you can tell I don't have many. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it was. Do you it. say you're on office hours. What you, yeah. What's your personal email address? It's, like, it's, it's, a, it's the kind yeah, of thing. It's like when you all see. your problems. Yeah, I will yeah, help yeah. you. <laughs> it's like when people, uh, you know, it, it, it's 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 really a lot of those conversations about even like even like in the early stages, like hey, 
you know, have you got a separate bank account for your photography business? Mm-hmm. Like, no. And like, oh my God, even that is a big mental shift. Just just saying it this is. is a thing. Um, it's its own thing. And like, you know, don't fucking come home with me guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Exactly. Exactly. There, there's, yeah, you've got to get very good at that. And I think you can't do it alone. If you have never had a lot of boundaries and you're a people pleaser, then yeah. you need some help. <laughs> get help. Yeah. Are there some like recurring things that you'll like, obviously, I mean, you know, the thing is with anything like this is that you're constantly rolling forward and finding ways that it could be better. Like you're constantly fixing things. Yes. Um, But it just strikes me that like when you're working in a group and you're, you're full, like you're aware that that's, you know, that these are the things that are, um, that, you know, that you got to work on your boundaries and you've got to <laughs> figure out these things, um, and not taking on too much responsibility and all that. Like what, a, have you developed some kind of framework through which you can say, this is how we do this? Uh, or at least, uh, you know, at least, at least so, so you've got like a, an eye on the future. It's like, well, this is, this is clearly becoming a problem. So how can we deal with that? Um, probably I tend to be the kind of person that, will, this sounds terrible, get beaten with a stick too many times and then I'll, at the fifth time I'll be like, no, this is enough. Like yeah. I do have a switch and um, it takes me a little while and I'm very slow in that kind of stuff but I'll be mulling it over and then suddenly mm. we'll find a new way of doing something or like I'm so into systems and I'm so into tech so I'm, I have to be more conscious with myself of when is something not working and are we just doing yep. it for the sake of it's yep. Because it's sometimes easier to continue to do something rather than assess it and go, actually, it's let's not do it this way. Let's scan it or let's do it differently because it takes so much mental energy that you, I just sometimes don't have to change things. I find that, yeah, I agree. And I find that I will keep, I will keep doing things or even actively not do a thing yes. because I have yet to find the right way to do it or the right exactly. system that I can put in place to get it done. Exactly. Um, like, uh, and I'll just be really transparent. Actually, this is a great one. Like I really want to do personal thank you yes. uh, notes to people. And I just have not got, uh, and I know that it sucks that the whole point of a personal thank you note is that it's a personal fucking thank you note, <laughs> but I have not figured out a way that I can make it work in my system and in my brain and in a way that doesn't feel like it's exactly. like, literally what I used to do is go to the shops and buy a one-off like card and write in it and send it to them. And like, you, you need know, like a checkbox. I just need a checkbox. I just need a way that I've put it in my process somewhere. Exactly. Or at least that I've like got little things that I can order once once a month or, t- well, at the moment it'll be once every two years from COVID. I've, I've shot like four or five <laughs> weddings this year. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, you know, I've usually shot like 15 or something yeah. by this time. And it's like here, at least like here, ship it to me with my branding on it and then I can fill it in and send it on yeah. or whatever. Um, that's why I love systems. Cause they tell you what to do when like in the middle of COVID, they tell me what to do. So I don't have to use that mental energy to be like, Oh yeah. my God, what is it that I'm supposed to do today? Yeah. Or how do I write this post? And I'm like, okay, that's what's next. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Like I had a system breakdown during COVID and it wasn't, I didn't have a massive queue, but I just, it, it, a few things just happened with a couple of jobs that just got out of, it got out of the box. Yeah. And, and it was, and it was honestly weeks to, to get Yeah, because you have to figure out what's gone wrong and how to, yeah. <laughs> all the steps. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Um, 
Which is the problem with a system. I mean, you know, this is the whole point of having a system. But the problem with a system is as soon as it goes out of the system, you realize how <laughs> you messed helpful up. it was. Exactly. <laughs> how much you relied on it, how much you forgot everything. You know that movie you, Inside Out where you kind of leave things and they're like buried in your memory. It, it's fine. Amy Poehler says it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, we're in the third act. It's not fine, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, great film. Um, so, I mean, what, do you remember like the first – do you remember the first, even if it's like literally on a <laughs> on a napkin, like system that you made? Like, Oh, my um, gosh. I used that- to use Remember the Milk for my advertising renewals. I never huh. wrote, I never made a system. I always use other people's systems. So I always use yeah. tech and I'm always Googling the next, like, can is there something that will do this and this and this? And I haven't yeah. found the perfect thing. Um, yeah. But I used to use Remember the Milk, which was a to-do list. Um, it's just a to-do list to help you yeah. remember the milk. And we, I'd put in like the one month reminder and the, you know, everything else into this to-do list thing. And then they'd remind me. So that was my first thing. I actually think I started with Excel uh, yeah. tracking everyone. And then it just kind of got a bit big for that. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone but, out there is still using Excel for their, uh, for their accounting, please email me. I will come pay me, but I will come and help set you up properly with the proper shit. Like, come on guys. Actually, I'll do I'll do the first bit for a pat on the back and a bottle of wine. This well, is I mean, used to use like right? the tax office had this old version. It was very very like 1995 looking, like yeah. e-tax or something to do my bass, and it was bad. Like it looked so old. Oh, but you know, rubbish. but hey, at least it was a system. At least exactly. it wasn't a, a napkin. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> um, and then from there, like I guess how how long would you? Um, I, I like you've mentioned already that you're a fan of this stuff like how often how how many how many hours a week would you spend just being able to go oh i wonder if i can build a system for this or is there not as not as much as i would like but i have spent a lot of time because i think automation and technology is just the bee's knees because it can just save you so much time and save you so much mental bandwidth. And I keep saying mental bandwidth. I say it in all my podcasts apparently because it's a big thing in my life of of freeing it up. You need to free yourself up to be more creative and to give yourself the structure. And if you are forgetting stuff and all that kind of thing, then it just makes my life so much easier. And I just, we use a lot of tech and a lot of different bits that talk to each other. And I mean, even down to the fact that, you know, three or four years ago, because we all work remotely, yeah. Um, yeah. we would all message each other on Skype. And now with the advent of Slack, yeah. it's so much better because, you know, there's so the rooms better. and we can chat and it just frees everything up so much. So Things aren't lost because they're in their own little spot. Exactly. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. you can group message people a lot more easily and all that kind yeah. of thing. So, you know, anything I can do to make life easier even if it sometimes takes me a while to get there, I will jump on board with. Um, I had a great little, like, I, I don't have a massive uh, use case for Slack just yet. Yes. There's, no, there's not really anyone in my business that I need. <laughs> you just to talk, talk to yourself. So there are really good pretty, business yeah. Slacks where you can join and talk to like, I don't know, oh. there's masterminds and stuff you can join yeah. as well. Oh, I'm aware of that. Um, and I should get amongst that. I, I, I should use you Slack should. more. I know. Friend of the show, uh, Josh Withers, uh, is a huge advocate for Slack and just loves that. He's just in real, like I'm in the Slack that's just not work related at all with him. We yeah. just chat about like tech and, and stuff. And it's like, how good Slack? And like, no one gets it. I'm like. Exactly. But you know, it. but I was around in the days of Merck, which is sort of very similar to Slack. Yeah. yeah like yeah. with the hashtags and everything. So for me, yeah. it comes, it comes naturally. 
Um, my my awesome uh, little light bulb moment for snack snack slack though was uh, for I mean I'm in a slack just in one channel for a client uh, who I did some video work for, and like she just gave me all the edit notes for this video. And like, because they were all just individual sentences, like I'm just reading it as this big block, but then I go through and I'm like, oh, they're individual messages. So I can just reply and it's all threaded to like individual message and me going, she, him, you know, her saying, oh, um, at, you know, at one minute, uh, at, at 45 seconds, um, do this. And then at, with this, you know, title change this. And I was just like able to individually reply to all of those things and go, yep, that's done. Cool. What about this oh. font? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, this is so much better than a fucking email. Like, yep, know, yep, yeah, it really <laughs> does free you up with email. So um, much better. Like, what? What's the core thing that you're like? What would you spend your most of your time in in terms of this? So, thing? at the moment, it's content. So, we do. We've got all the different blogs. So, we've got Polka Dot Made and Polka Dot Honey Moons, etc. And we've got Polka Dot Bride, and that's publishes about twice a day generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and ninety percent of the posts on that site on that blog are written by me. Wow, still. So, at the, yeah, I know, still. So it is just generally writing content um, and then probably I still do m- like the, the scheduling of the social media and stuff, the newsletter. Um, I've overpacked my weeks clearly. <laughs> and yeah. then managing and talking to the team and working out, you know, the best ways of doing stuff. And, you know, it, it's just it's very varied, but the bulk of the week is still content. Yeah. Um, well, what it, don't you do? Sorry. I don't know what I don't do. What don't I do? I don't do sales. I don't do. So all our specialty blog management is um, run by Miss Tweed and then we've got submissions. I don't manage them anymore. They're run by Miss Floral and then my email yeah. inbox as well because I find I get bogged down in my email inbox and I can't handle it. So that's run by someone else as well. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. I, I keep – I do hear uh, about – these people that have someone else to manage their inbox. I, I don't personally need it, but I'm, I'm often like, like I see, um, I'm aware that it's a thing and I'm aware why it needs to be a thing. It needs um, to be a thing. You need to do it as a thing, especially if you ever find yourself responding in a couple of weeks to emails, like if you're like three or four weeks. Because yeah. it's really, and yes, it does require a lot of trust, but I think anything in your outsourcing your business requires a lot of trust. Mm. Um, but um, yeah. What's your favorite, like, what, 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 in terms of programs, like where are you finding that you, what are the things that you utilize a lot? Um, oh, I love Zapier. Sort of... Zapier is my favorite. Oh, and yes. I saw you talking to Josh about, or heard you talking to Josh about how do you pronounce it? And I researched that. It's Zapier because it's Zapier Zap- makes you happier. Oh, really? Apparently. I Googled it and Zapier, Zapier makes you happier. Because the other thing is that they make, like, the things that you're making in Zapier are zaps. Yeah. So it's Zapier. Um, of course, I didn't think that either. I, um, uh, I opened my, I had a beautiful little, I had this just like, just like, you know, fireworks went off in my brain this morning <laughs> because not only did I get an email from Gmail saying, hey, here's a direct, here's a new direct Zapier plugin I saw that. Yeah, I was like, oh, what can I do that? And then I got an email from Linktree, which I've only just started using maybe in the past two or three weeks. Um, uh, and it's like, hey, if you go Linktree Pro, we've now got a Zapier inter- integration. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like Mine imploding, Christmas. all the things you could do. Yeah, yeah. what can I do with this? And how much does it cost? Who cares? Do I want another $20 a month or whatever it is? Like, no, no, what can I do with it? What stuff can I build? It's like... Exactly, I love that and I also on that train as well. Their customer support is amazing as well, and I've like yeah. I use a lot of tech, and 
I, I never have as good as an experience with customer service as them. They're always kind. They're never patronizing, which is something I get yep. a lot from support teams. They're really kind. Um, so I use that a lot. Um, I always believe in a good CRM. <laughs> Our CRM yep. is no longer supported, but I haven't moved it yet because it is, I haven't found the perfect one. So I'm currently using Highrise, okay. which is a 37 signals product. Um, they don't develop it anymore. It's that old. Oh. But I've had it for 10 years and so to move, it has to be perfect. Ah, uh, yeah. That's um, tricky. Like I don't, uh, that's, that's, that must be hard. Like moving mm-hmm. is hard. Um, yeah. Photographers, like photographers have been, there, there, there are a few certainties in this world, um, Dot, but I, I feel like one of them I can personally attest to is that photographers, two things, love complaining about uh, using Adobe Lightroom and they also <laughs> love, you know, and they also don't then make any effort for the most part to, to find something else to do, to use. So it's just like constantly have like 20, 20 year olds around, oh, I hope Lightroom update this year is not shit. I'm like, oh. Maybe it's like Facebook though and you hate it at the beginning and then you get used to it whenever yeah. they change. It's it's really tricky because there's so much built, like there's so much, you know, presets and workflows and things that you like build into it. You're like, exactly. Oh, it's not perfect, but like. Exactly. And that's what high rise is like for us. It's not perfect, but it's got so much. So we fought every single email into that. So if anyone has ever left us, you can yeah. always go back and find what's happened with that client. If anyone's ever said, oh my God, you didn't send me this. And we can like, actually, so-and-so sent you that on that date. Like it's got yeah. that full record. And yep. there's, there are, there is of course software out there that does that, but it hasn't quite met my needs yet. And I feel like if I'm mm. going to move, it has to just be everything because it's yeah. going to be an enormous job to move. It's that whole thing again of like, you're not, you're not going to do it until you, you can do it right. Exactly. Um, uh, in, like Zapier is amazing. Anything else that you just feel like that you want to nerd oh, out on? Because I can um, just like geek out. I, I love every. Yeah. Um, I, we use Asana for our editorial calendar, which I don't love, but it does the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Active campaign we also use. Again, I don't love it because I think it's quite buggy and quite expensive mm-hmm. for what it is. Airtable is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Airtable, I just feel like has a lot of potential and is easy to use and you can customize it and it's just really nice to use. So I really like Airtable. I, the, the constant thread um <laughs> That I yeah yeah I love that you laugh. Then I'm like, what? what is, yeah, the, is con- the constant thread in so many of my conversations is that there's just no one ring to rule them all. Like there is not. There's like I don't understand how there can be because no. everything does something different. Like I, I use a hell of a lot of software, and it's because nothing does at all. Um, like you know, I'm talking about review from before. Um, yeah. And again, I'll put it in the show notes. Just like, you know, I have been. Like I didn't use MailChimp enough yep. when I was on MailChimp because I didn't like it. Um, yeah. And it didn't encourage me to, to make, to go out and actually communicate and engage with people. It was like, yep. here's your numbers. And it's like, uh, whereas review goes, hey, this is how your email performs. It makes it pretty. It, it makes <laughs> nice. it pretty and it makes it, it just, it's, it's, it's actually coming back to finding, it's like, we've built this because we care and mm-hmm. there's the through line. We've built this like this because we care about your experience. Yeah. Um, I, I don't find a lot of software does that, does it? Especially um, no. thinking of active campaign des- definitely doesn't do that. Oh. It's just very, very difficult. Whereas I do find with Zapier that they actually, the way they talk to me is like, oh yeah, we actually want to solve this for you. They sent me a shirt. 
which I just love. Like they sent me a Zafir shirt. Do you think you know, it would be really nerdy to walk around with Zafir shirt, wouldn't it? I <laughs> I'd love it yeah, though. I love it. So I do wear it to bed, but like every now and then I'll just wear it to like you know the cafe on 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 the <laughs> on the admin day that I need to get out of the house. Otherwise, I'll just spend hours you know tinkering with a. A, a landscape photo that is never going to see the light of day or like playing Xbox. Yeah. So it's like, get out of the house, do your emails, mate. I'm like, cool. Yeah, with your Zapier t-shirt shirt. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm a massive nerd. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really want to ask them for another one, actually. I might email. For, email. Hey, let's both do that. This yeah, week. email them hey, at the same time. Um, hey, we're raving hey, about we, you on this podcast. We, here's the podcast link. You know, can we have another shirt? I just love your shirts. Yeah. Because uh, it's a really comfy shirt now. It's just so well. Um, um, I feel like I feel like there's just so much. Uh, I was having a conversation. This will come out perhaps next week. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, Annie, um, mm-hmm. from Celebrant Lady Love. Yeah. Um, and because we were having a similar chat on this show, and something that she said was like, you know, systems systems are more than just the software, and like you mm-hmm. have to like we can't. As much as I sort of started this to have these kind of conversations about some ways, you know, the things that you do in your business and the way your uh, the way you run your business um, is so much more than just the software and the yeah. system is more than just the software. Yeah. So there's kind of like, there's a limit to how much, um, to how many uh, nuggets you can even do because you kind of just got to find some of that yourself. Yeah. Um, I think the systems are more, and I said this before, but it's more for me around freeing up that mental bandwidth so I can, go and do other things and think differently and do creative stuff. Mm. Um, and even we have a team wiki where I've basically done tutorials for absolutely everything I can think of oh, wow. because I was starting to find that I had like 7,000 sources of like, this is where this is and this is where that is. Oh, so yeah. we've got yeah. it all in one. And it just means that when someone new comes onto the team, it's all in there. If I need to go and grab something, it's in there. And that, saves that time of going oh my god where is that and how do I do this and how do I do that like it just Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it gives you that freedom to go and do other things which is Mm. what we want you don't want to be emailing someone at 11 o'clock at night because you couldn't find a password (laughs) that's no that yeah that's right um speaking of password use a password manager guys use a password manager um what like I know that you spend you, you you spend most of your time writing, or at least that's the creative, the largest creative outlet. Yeah. What other sort of creative outlets have you got, just personally, and even in terms of? Oh my gosh, um, writing, writing is my favorite. Writing is, I think, where my heart lies. What else do I do creatively? I don't really cook because I'm not patient enough. Yeah. I need like sound like a cool. complete granny. I need. No. Um, I'm teaching myself <laughs> teaching myself the ukulele. Oh, really? Oh, that's um, awesome. Not very, no, that's like, like we're literally on like third lesson, like three le- three notes, like not, not good because I have to actually go and get the app and, and make myself do it. That's good. Uh, that's, I like, that's, that's habit building. That's good. Exactly. I like exploring things. I like just researching and reading. I love to read. I've always been a bookworm. Yep. Love reading. But I love diving into things. And I think that's why I love, have found my loving tech because I do love pouring over stuff on a weekend mm. and jumping onto medium and like going down a rabbit hole mm. and just, you never know where you're going to. And I think that's what started Polkadot is I'd go and find one thing. I'd be like, Oh, I really want to share that and save it. And then, Oh, there's another thing. And I just, I've always loved that kind of stuff. Mm. What's, 
You, you mentioned, I think, maybe before um, I actually hit record before we started, but you um, you just sort of started, uh, you started lockdown. Um, we did. This today or this week? Well, or? today is where the workers, like the permitted worker scheme starts with you okay. have to have a permit to leave the house if you're going for work. Yeah. yeah. It sounds a bit like it's something out of a movie, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds very um, Orwellian. Um, but in terms of like, because, you know, we've been through this once already, you know, <laughs> that first, it was it was pretty nationwide. And I, I'm up in Queensland, as you know, but we're sort of we're sort of out of the thick of it. And I don't want to say that too soon either in case we also get dragged back into the fray. But um, what, in, other than the work, other than work, like what, what else has been keeping you sane during these times? Like, What's your I think work has kept me saying throughout many of the hard times in my life. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think that's how, when you say, how did I keep going? I think it is stubbornness, but you know, when they say, if you've got writer's block, you should just keep writing. Yeah. Um, I found that keeping on going at the hardest of times and forcing myself to has been a lifeline. Hmm. Um, has always kept me saying, so ask an entrepreneur what they do when, or, or a person who runs their own business, what they do when it's stressful. And if they run their own business, I do find solace in that. What else do I do? Um, walking out in the sunshine, I think hmm. just getting out of the house yep. for five seconds, even if it's five seconds is really important. I can't go for drives anymore. <laughs> can't do that. Can't go to the supermarket. Yeah. Can't do that. Cause I'll send my husband that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Not yeah. committed. So what else? Um, we, we, we were right into puzzles mm. for a while. See, all the, it's not, you can't do much exciting stuff in lockdown, can you? <laughs> Reading, I, do, I have plowed through a lot of books. I love my Goodreads account because I can check them off. Yeah. I do like a, like a checkbox. Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing that exciting because I have, t- to be honest, my own personal lifestyle hasn't changed that much because I do mm. work from home mm-hmm. um, and I didn't. Didn't leave found, the house that much anyway. Yeah, I found that the same, like it was, uh, and, and I, you know, is that thing as well of, you know, as a, as someone who is creating podcast content, mm-hmm. uh, I was just like, oh man, no one's, no one's commuting. Like no one's listening to this shit. Um, That's true. I didn't think of that. Maybe they're listening uh, to it on their walks. They're listening on their walks a bit more now. Like it's, it's interesting. There was this initial of just like people doing nothing and just going straight to video and like, fair enough. That's what I was doing. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't listening to many podcasts either. Um, but I think like that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's good. I mean, there's, there's some, there's certainly, there's certainly something there. There's, there's certainly something that we can do to get through. Um, I think the first time around it was quite novel, whereas I, and there was a really great article on Time Out about like lockdown 1.0 versus lockdown 2.0 because everyone I know in lockdown 2.0, it's just so different. Like the mm. novelty is gone and it's this big slog of like, oh, my God, yep. going in? you know, all that stuff yep. that was novel the first time around is now just like, oh, my God, really? I can't do that yep. and I can't do this. Um, do you follow any sport? No, and I live in Melbourne, so. And you live in Melbourne. I grew up in, in New South Wales, though, so I was always it was always rugby up there. But no, okay. I don't actually watch a lot of TV. Interesting. Um, I, I, re- I tend to. I found that we'd stop work and watch TV, and it, a it made me really anxious because some of those shows are just very anxiety producing, mm-hmm. and I get you know I take on people's emotions very quickly <laughs> but then you like it just it you end up staying up till like 11 o'clock at night and you go what have I done with my nights like I haven't yeah. sat there so um I tend to read or we do of course do Netflix we do have Netflix and stuff but yeah no I don't tend to watch a lot of tv or, or anything like that 
um, what's what's like one once what's one piece of tech? Uh, I mean, this is a pretty. I've never I've not asked this before. Like, I, I feel like it's a pretty you know vacuous question. But like, other than the obvious things like your phone, like what's a piece of tech that you just couldn't live without? That's that's you know not like an essential thing. I have set my iPad up so it's got no work on it whatsoever. It doesn't have because. Wow. Because I actually, and I don't have my work um, email on my iPhone either because I used to go out and I'd check my, my phone yeah. while I was supposed to be out having coffee with my husband or something and I'd be like, yeah. oh, my God, there's this urgent email and I couldn't relax, so I've just taken it off. Yeah. Um, but my iPad I have taken off. It's got no work emails on it, so I'll watch YouTube videos or I'll read. I've got the Kindle app on there or I'll teach myself the ukulele or I just like I love it because it allows me to have that co- research and that connectedness and do those things I love without being tied to work. Yeah. Um, so I don't use it like a second computer where I'm writing blog posts, but it is sort of something that I read and do all that kind of nice stuff on. Yeah. I've somewhat segregated my phone and my iPad yeah. like that. Like I'll have a different home screen and it will be work apps and, yeah. and it's like the last yeah. app. It's like the last one. So I have to actively swipe all the way across. Yeah. I need to I remove the temptation. Yeah. That's fair enough. I think um, I use it too much as a work tool to, to remove it, but I also, I also have done it in like that. And it's just like, it's nice that it's also not tied to a particular space like for me working from home i assume you have kind of some sort of setup that's your home office or or whatever um and you know a laptop or a desktop with a screen and and then that's kind of getting out of that space and removing yourself from that space i find it so important removes you because i don't like i still feel like i go out to the living room and i sit on my phone and i'm on instagram and i'm like well i feel like i'm at work I feel like the iPad's great for that because yeah. Instagram's not on the iPad and I remove a few of those killer apps from there. And it's like, if I'm making a decision to get some productivity done here, it's, it's in a certain way. It's direct. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite specific. Whereas it's more like, you know, I'm just, I just want to read, I just want to read a magazine or I want to, you know, read this article or watch a video. It's hard not to. You just go, well, I'm just bored. I'll pick up the iPhone. Like I'll pick up Instagram and I'll just start scrolling. Whereas if you don't even have the option, it's all, you're allowed to be a lot more mindful about what you're doing. There's a whole episode, I think, of this podcast about being 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 okay with being bored. Yes. Um, I'm going to try and find someone to talk to about that. I think that yeah. might be a really interesting yeah. concept. Actually, a few people. Um, there's a few I, things that I actually want to have, like a multi, multi-guest episode on this show. Do you know any small business owners who are used to being bored? I don't know a single one that has ever had time to be bored. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I've got so much extra time during lockdown. I'm like, who? I don't. I don't know anyone that has all no. the extra time. I just. Yeah. Um. I. Or, I mean, do you, do you guys have kids? We do not. But two of my two of my staff have tech kids, so yeah. I, we're we're always working around kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, we've got it pretty great here, but yeah. you know, we have a lot of support from family, but it's still like. Oh boy, man! Lockdown, lockdown wasn't um, wasn't a walk in the park either for us. Yep. So it's an interesting yep. little, you know, it's yeah. kind of like oof. <laughs> um, where does the time go anyway? I, I I think we should wrap it up. Where can uh, obviously your fantastic um, <laughs> we didn't even get to talk that too, too much about longevity, but I guess we <laughs> yeah, sort of did. Where did the longevity part go? We I don't know. It doesn't matter. I started, I started ranting about my favorite tech and then. That's great. Um, I think, but I think you've answered it. Like caring is, is so central. Caring um, and, and that's why you're still here. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm, stubborn. I'm stubborn and I care. I'm stubborn because I care a lot. Or maybe I care yeah. a lot because I'm stubborn. I'm not sure, sure. But yeah, they go hand in hand. Um, where can the wonderful people on the internet find you? What are your channels? What's your sites? You can, they can find us at Polka Dot Bride everywhere. Polka Dot Bride dot com, Polka Dot Bride on Instagram, Polka Dot Bride on Facebook. Yep. We've, got, we've got that handle Smashed everywhere. It. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. And guys, um, thanks you. for our no, pleasure. Um, and thanks for listening to another episode of Baby Got Back End. Um, hopefully this is going to be a bit more regular uh, but as a, as always, I'm not promising that there's another episode coming out next week because there might not be because we all have other things to do. Until then, stay organized. I hope there's been a few good nuggets on this episode and see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.